So when you hear the word first class, what do you think of? Do you think of air travel? Maybe you think of a way you sent your last package. Now, would you ever use that term to describe your ministry's production? That's a serious question. Welcome to the One Thing Podcast, a podcast that is designed to help you reach more and grow deeper in your ministry using video. I'm Jeremy, and I'm glad that you're joining us today. Now, I know that in ministry, we typically think of production in terms of cheap, quick, and easy. Then we get frustrated that we don't have first-class results. Well, today, I want you to hear from Pastor Bob Ritter. Bob is a senior pastor of Nebo Crossing, a church of 500 people in Marion, North Carolina. And when he was ready to pull the trigger on a new building campaign for his church, he made the decision to go first class. Now, if you're in ministry production, you want to hear a pastor that gets the value of your work. You want to listen to this. Now, if you're a pastor trying to figure out how to get first class results out of your productions, then you need to listen to this as well. But before we go to our interview, go ahead and click that subscribe button so you can catch all future episodes. And while you're listening, go on over and follow us on Instagram at 110pictures. Now, let's enjoy my conversation with Pastor Bob Ritter. All right, we are here with Pastor Bob Ritter of Nebo Crossing Church in North Carolina. How you doing, Bob? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so great having you. I mean, it's it's been a few years since we've seen each other. And uh, I know we were just talking a little off the air that I can't believe it's been about four years ago that we did the All In Groups um, campaign together. And, That's right. Yeah. And, and what, what inspired me to want to reach out to you, because I know we're going to talk about this a little bit, why you did All In and what you got out of it. But what inspired me was uh, going on Facebook last Easter and seeing a uh, seeing this video tour of a lobby that I thought was a virtual like 3D rendering and realizing it wasn't. It was the actual lobby that you just had built at your church. And, and the reason why I thought it was that was because it looked exactly like the 3D renderings you had shown me when we shot All In four years ago. It was amazing. Yeah, that's one of the, I've had a lot of people say that. They said, man, you, I guess the way I walked through with the camera as well, it, <laughs> it, it almost took the same flight pattern that our fly through uh, digital video made. I've had a lot of people say, man, that it was hard to tell which I was looking at. So oh, yeah. it turned oh. out really well. Well, absolutely. This pastor thing doesn't work out. Let me know. Maybe I'll have you run a camera. <laughs> camera right? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm pretty mean <laughs> with an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. Well, hey, well, why don't we let's let's go back a little bit in history. Let's let's talk about all in. Now, I know um, about four years ago, you guys uh, you had this great property that you're wanting to build out. Tell me a little bit about that story. What was going on? What was your where was your church at? What were you guys trying to do at that time? So we we've done something pretty strange. We're not a huge church. We have about 500 people. Um, we're in a small town, uh, Marion, North Carolina. And we felt led to do something more for the city. Um, and so we had found this property. Uh, we had some reasons we were looking for another property. I won't go into, but um, we kept the old property. It's now become a, a school. But um, we, we found this warehouse, 116,000 square feet, which is way more than our church needs. But in our small town, there's no convention center. I think the largest auditorium was a junior high school, about a 600 seat junior high school. So every event that happens in town, um, it's just maxed out. There's no lobby space. There's no, uh, the sound systems are usually tried to, tried to make up on the fly. It just was somewhat tough at times. And so we thought, you know, our county needs a place to meet, a place where um, kind of like the old, 
old colonial church house used to be the meeting place for everything that went on in the community. So that was kind of the vision with the amount of square feet we have in this building. We've got plenty of room for the church side, but we wanted to do something called the hub, which is uh, community events, community organs. We're feeding about 1400 uh, families a week out of our food kitchen. We raise some money. And so that's been built up a big um, USDA farmer wash line and food hub coming out of that side. And, a lot of a lot of exciting things, but when we met, we were raising the money for um, the auditorium upfit in that space in this wide open warehouse. You'll remember walking in and walking all the way to that back room where we had our meeting. Just a it huge space, huge, absolutely huge. I also remember it was really cold too when we were there. It was really cold. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were worried about our breath being seen on the video uh, yeah. when we were recording. We we wanted the hot lights for that one. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So it turned out it turned out uh, really well. And so what we did with the all in small group experience is we brought that into our stewardship campaign in our capital program that we were trying to raise money for at that time. And we just kind of integrated the two things went really well. We were very pleased with how everything turned out and were able to raise the funds and, and probably more importantly, bring, bring the church uh, family together uh, in that small group time over the weeks of the small group. Yeah. So as, as you're heading up into, because I know that, you know, when you, when you were first looking into this and you saw it, and you you heard the price tag on it. I'm sure, <clears throat> especially for a church of. Well, at the time, I believe you said you're about 400 at the time. So you've grown. That's right. Yeah, we've grown some. Yeah. Um. You know. You know. He, hearing hearing the price tag on a small group campaign. How were you able to justify that in into your into your budget, knowing what you were hoping to get from that? Well, one of our one of our goals, um, and one of the things that we were kind of turning in our our body's mind is the idea of first class. Sometimes in a, in a small town, small church, you seem to just settle. And I had come from a larger church setting where um, the type of budget you guys were calling for didn't really shock me when, when you mentioned it. However, it was a shell shock to maybe our church's budget, but we, we've just believed and, and it's proven to be true that if we could just get a bigger vision um to do things first class that will be appreciated locally. And in a small town, I think we have an advantage because doing something first class um, over and over and over, trying to make every event that way, it really, really sticks out. And you guys really did bring that first class edge. It was not an in-house project. It looked, it, it, it looked beyond what we could have done at that time for sure for ourselves. And even now we would struggle to come with the, the just the first class way you guys brought us that, that the camera, uh, the operation of the camera, the book itself, all of it was just so first class. We felt like it was worth the investment. And it, it became um, for us, and I think we even told you this, we were we we're watching how you did your camera set up. We, we told you we're, we're stealing every idea we can because what we wanted to do is really demand more of ourselves in a first class way in our community and it's paid off. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. I mean, you know, two things come to mind with what you're saying is like, you know, one of my mantras is the medium is the message. And if you give, you know, it's, it's not just that you have a great message. It's also in how you present that message. And we all know that, you know, you can have a great message, but if you present it poorly, nobody's really going to hear it. But if you present it well, people will want to be able to hear it. So I, I love that. And it's not just in the video production. It's like you're saying, why you want to build a first class building, why you want to do all these things. It's really, you know, ultimately it's a way that you're also just showing love to your community way that you're showing love to your congregation. Like, hey, you matter and you matter so much. We're willing to invest a little bit into you. 
and make that yeah. happen. I absolutely, absolutely love that you guys had that vision. I mean, it, it, it was for us, it was really great just going out there and just, you know, like you're saying, seeing the all hands on deck kind of a thing and seeing a pastor for me, it was really cool seeing a pastor. Like you're saying, you're in a small town, small area, but your vision was not small. And I doubt, you know, I'm sure it's only gotten bigger as you, you've learned to trust God. And that was super cool. You know, that, that, that's always a great fit for us. It's not necessarily the size of the church, but the size of the vision that the church might have. Um, and and I, I thought it was just a really, really great way to, uh, for you guys to, to move ahead. We were so glad to be helping you guys and, you know, get you there. Um, you did, you did. We, we, we actually part of kind of along the lines of what you just said, we always say you attract what you are. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so if, if we're trying to attract the professionals in our community, the people that take what they do Monday through Friday very seriously and want the best, um, the, they're attracted to that church. They're attracted to that ministry that is doing it that way. So, so um, you guys really helped us to get to that space earlier than we could have. We, I'd like to think we've done that's That's one of the things that we're trying to do even in the building and what you saw online there of us going through the fly through is just saying, Hey, we're, we're going to do it first class. Um, yeah, we're on a budget and yeah, we're, we're cutting corners where we can't see it. But where you can see it, we try not to cut that corner. We really want to see first class. And so this all in was was step one of that really for us. Yeah. Well, I, I got to say, I, I just got to add just a small caveat was um, the catering you guys brought. You had a lady mm -hmm. in your church that owned a restaurant. And oh, my yes. goodness, that was some Southern hospitality. Like, not yeah, she, <laughs> she is phenomenal. Yeah, we, 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 we used her and abused her for, <laughs> for, for many occasions. She has been such a blessing. Oh, she was a blessing. We, we, we so loved it. It was, you know, for us, yeah, it was just an honor to be out there. We loved working with you. And, and you know, and you were talking about like with your team, you know, coming in, hey, watching everything. I mean, that is something that we're all about too. Like we love not only doing things for churches, but also bringing churches alongside. And hopefully you learn a little bit of a process. Hopefully you learn a little bit. Um, I'm a big, so my background, I don't know how much you know this about me, but my background is I, I, I've got a missions heart missions background. A lot of time when you go into missions, um, one of the big things is that, you know, you go, especially if you come from the United States, you go to another country, you know, you want to give a hand up, not a handout. And even though you guys are paying for it, you know, we want you to walk away with like, okay, we got a little bit more of a skill. We have a little bit more, yeah. another tool in our belt that we can use. And, you know, maybe we won't do it in the exact same way, but there's principles that you can take away and you can you definitely learn and apply in your church setting, which, which I'm, I'm glad you guys did. We're, we're always glad to have people come in and, you know, have, have them look over our shoulder and ask us questions. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this along the way? I, I appreciated that about you guys. Cause I, if, if, I don't know if you remember this, but I even asked, I said, look, this is, this is, I, I'm justifying this because I want a first class product, but also I want to, I want to learn from you guys. And so I, I don't, I don't think we've done a single camera uh, shot sense of uh you know we've done the three camera mix and done the different things just because it adds so much to what you're trying to tell and the story yeah. that you're trying to tell so you guys really uh, in my mind went above and beyond what the product was you and you've been there i know brad um, more than me brad was our worship leader at the time that was doing a lot of our media um he used you guys i know he picked your brain quite a bit after that and i appreciated you guys being so willing to help out yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, we, we all got to get, you know, better together on this thing. You know, we're all on the same team trying to reach, reach the world. Right. So, right. so, okay, well let's talk about, like I said, it's been about four years. What has been some of the, 
you've had time to digest, you've had time for things to happen, you know, uh, you know, th there's been some staff that's left, you know, things have happened, like I mentioned, the lobby's been built. I mean, it reflecting back now, what are some of the learnings um, that you've had as a pastor from that experience? And, and, and it could be what what to do is and what not to do is what are some of the things that you walked away with? Um, I think it was I think it was really um, good to to really try to cast the vision. Um, so so what we did is we brought along along with just the normal you do a brochure usually with a capital program. You're handing people a booklet and you're saying, look, here's the here's the artist renderings of what we think the space is going to look like. We had all of those things, but but for us, the all-in uh, small group being recorded in-house with our speakers um, was saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna keep this before you over I forget what it was now five six weeks of 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 small group, and we're gonna come together. We're gonna and that that idea of being all-in um, on the project, all-in on our mission, all-in on the gospel." all of that came about with this beautiful story of the gospel that is the all in small group experience. It just, it just came right alongside that. So uh, I would say, I'm not sure exactly what you were asking, but as far as bringing the, the, the capital program alongside it to, to blend that with the gospel story told uh, by us to us was um, just a unique merging together of the, of the, Hey, that we got to raise money, but what we're raising money for in our situation was we we had a beautiful auditorium. We had we were at a place where a church could get satisfied and kind of sit down in a small community. We were one of the larger churches, even at that size in our community. So it was just this settling point, or it was, hey, are we going to move beyond the four walls of our church, and can we still maintain doing that in a first class way? And that's what that's what this was. So I would highly recommend. Um, just telling the story of of your vision in a way that that is is first class makes all the difference in the world, and that's what you guys did for us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you brought up a good point in there. Like, what what made the difference having you on camera teaching, having different you know we we had different people within your your uh, within your church staff mm -hmm. and others that came up and gave little intros to it and hosted the videos, but. Sure. How did you find that a difference being you doing that as opposed to saying, hey, we're just going to go find something off the shelf, you know, maybe slap our logo on the cover or something just so that way it's ours, so to speak, but you have some other pastor on their teaching or somebody else teaching. How was that valuable for, for you, not just for you individually, but for your congregation and everybody involved to, ha to actually see their familiar faces on it? I think it, I think it kind of worked two ways. One was um, in a medium that, that we hadn't experienced. For our staff, um, myself and some of our staff to be speaking to them from their television in their small group space, whether that's their living room or one of the rooms here at the church or even a couple met in a coffee shop, just to be in that medium space was different. So that was one way. But I think the other way is now when we go back to other curriculums um, and outside small group speakers, it makes them a little more relatable. Um, I, I remember one conversation. I wish I could remember who I was having it with, but one of our church members, that's a small group host and serious about small group. Um, they, they were also involved in one of the interviews. I think that we did remember we did some interviews yeah. as well with some church members and, and they said, this is months after we had finished all in, 
they said, man, I'm getting so much more out of these videos because I'm realizing they are, they are real people, which sounds funny for someone to say, but, but, but they're real people telling their story in their space. And it's just, it's not as they might've said off the shelf as it felt before they realized they weren't all professional, you know, uh, television personalities. They're pastors that took the time to put a video together to help the body of Christ. And so I think it's a two way street. I think it, one, it helps, but then it also made your video experiences, whether you're, you're getting them online or you're getting them, you know, out of a bookstore off the shelf, they're a little more real because you're those are people just like we are, you know, it sounds funny, but it was a little bit of a a two way street there. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it, it makes perfect sense. I see that, you know, since I I'm in the, I'm in the water, I'm in the juice of this all the time because I'm producing these things. Whenever I do see a curriculum come through, um, I'm, I know I'm definitely a lot more aware of probably what was going on in the background. You know, like mm-hmm. I, right. I, 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 can, I can sort of guess what's happening in the production, you know, good, bad, otherwise. I can sort of see what's happening. And, and, and you're absolutely right that, that, um, th- that it does bring it, bring, makes it a little more real when you see real people that you actually know sitting in there and, and Oh man, you, you brought to mind when Ivan and, and his wife did their testimony. That was so mm-hmm. absolutely powerful. That was, that's, I want to say that's probably one of my top of all the testimonies I've filmed. That's probably one of the top testimonies I've filmed just because of how real and often I'm not gonna tell the whole story, but I will just say this much. It was a story that they were very hesitant to share. They didn't know what the church would think about them if they did. And yet they went, and they shared it. And for many people, it's probably the first time they heard this story. Did you hear any like feedback on that once that actually aired? Did anybody come up to oh, you yeah. about that? Yeah, that actually, um, which it was one of the, so our church is connect, grow, serve, share. We use those terms big time. I and mean, we have since 12 years ago when I became pastor. Um, but share, uh, that last part is, and the premise of that is that it's, it's, that your story, no matter what it is, because of the gospel, it has no consequence. It's, it's not shameful. It's not, um, if even if it has ugly parts to it, um, the only power that Satan has over those stories is the lie. And then after the lie is disclosed, then the only power he has is the shame. And part of the process of coming into the fullness of sharing is when, um, you face the shame and, and you find out that it's, it's heavy. It's just smoke. It's the shame just goes away in the power of the gospel. And that's what we witnessed in the all in video with Ivan and crystal um, was them coming to a place where in fact, I remember um, there was a question asked to them Mm -hmm. and Ivan if as I recall Ivan was about to take the lead to kind of run cover for his wife and then Crystal just answered it and um, went went full shameless this is my story and it was caught and I remember the conversation with them afterwards of we didn't intend to do that we didn't talk about that we didn't even pray about that and now we've put it out there what do we do? And if you'll remember, I had you guys put it on a separate DVD yeah. because I didn't want small groups to go the host to watch ahead. It was such a, an amazing story that we, 
we included yeah. it on a, a separate CD, a DVD right. rather. And uh, man, that was um, that was an incredible story. And yeah, we've had quite a bit of feedback from that because it was, and you don't know this when you're watching it, but we knew it behind the scenes that this was a God moment caught on camera, you know, and it was yeah. a beautiful thing. It really was. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I've, 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 I've since, I, I always tell people like if I'm I'm interviewing them, like, you know, I've done a bunch of testimony since then. I just always tell them like, hey, you know what? The power of the story. If you really want to get the most out of this time, you need to be as vulnerable as possible. The level of your vulnerability mm -hmm. is going to be is is going to impact the impact that this video will have on others. Because there's other people out there that are going to say, "Yep, me too." What you said yeah. is just so beautiful. I love that. Love it. Another great thing about when you share like that, and, and this was certainly true for Crystal, um, it put her on, it put her on note. I mean, it put her own soul on notice that I'm putting this in a, it's always here. It's going to be here forever. It's, it's caught on video. And I, I've got to believe she's gone back and watched that a couple of times when Satan was beating her up to say, no, no, God's, that was a God moment. God's still in control. And, and, and so it's, it's great when you see story and the, you're a storyteller through medium, you know, that the power of story is, is it's, it's, it's amazing. And when you get to see it come out and that's, that's really back full circle to your question. When it's your people on your staff telling their story. Um, I think other churches could benefit from Crystal's story, but nothing like our church. No, absolutely. She, absolutely. She, she, she's one of us. So. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Bob, this is, this is so good. I, 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 I promise you like 10, 15 minutes, we've gotten over 20 minutes on this and it just felt like no time at oh, all. I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. this. I'm with you, but I'm going to go ahead. Cause I know you, you just got back from vacation. I want to let you get back to your work, but um, Hey, if there's any, anybody out there listening to this and they, Hey, they just want to find out more about what you're doing, what your church sure. is doing. Is there a way that they could get a hold of you? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Nebocrossing.com. Or you could just email me, Bob at nebocrossing.com real simple stuff. Uh, look me up. I, my cell phone's everywhere around here. So call me on my cell phone, uh, whatever you need to do. Uh, I'm yours. If you need a small town guy that doesn't know much, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, this is so good. I'm so glad to connect with you. And uh, I will definitely have to keep in touch. This is, this is real life giving for me. I hope it was for you as well. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Wow. I gotta say what I love more than a production done well is hearing about the fruits from that production. Now here's one thing I want you to take away that Pastor Bob Ritter had to share, and it's this. You attract what you are. You attract what you are. That's worth repeating. Now this is true in both life and in ministry. Uh, we all know when you're single and you're looking to get married and you want to have that quality spouse, that quality partner for life, what do you have to be? You yourself have to become a healthy, growing individual yourself. Now, if the same is true with your church. If you want, if you want people that are coming in that are healthy and growing, and want to reach out and continue to grow deeper and reach out into their community as well, then you need to be a church that reflects that. You need to be a church that is growing. You need to be a church that is reaching out more to others. That's reaching out into the community. You attract what you are. That is such a great reminder. I'm so thankful for Pastor Bob for reminding us of that. Now, if you have a first-class production idea that you want to see realized for your ministry, go ahead and send me an email at jeremy at 110pictures.com. That's spelled out O-N-E-T-E-N pictures.com. And we'd love to help your ministry reach more and grow deeper with a first-class production. Also, if you happen to enjoy this podcast, 
we'd really appreciate a five-star rating and go ahead and leave a review as well. This will help other people find us as they search for us and we can help more people grow in their ministry as they reach more and grow deeper. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and we'll talk again soon.